house of the Lord. Amen. So thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings. I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. Amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. And uh, thank you, Brother Duplessis, for the word of the Lord. And uh, it's so good to be in God's house. And uh, I am so thankful today for this glorious truth. Amen. How many is thankful for the truth? Praise God. Praise God. So good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. Thank you for being in God's house. And I pray that the Lord will truly indeed bless you for being in the house of the Lord. And uh, to all of our guests that are here, we're honored that you have come to be with us. And uh, it's so good to see uh, Ronnie, Brother Ronnie, here today. And uh, glad that he is in the house of the Lord with us. Good to see the young people from Melville, some of them here today. And uh, good to see our two guests back here. And uh, was here last Sunday. Good to see them in the house of the Lord again today. And uh, everyone else that is here, if you are a visitor, I looked over you. Be sure to be here tonight, and I won't look over you tonight. But we're glad that you're here, and uh, glad, most of all, that the Lord is here. Amen. I'm glad that the Lord is. That's three of us that's glad that the Lord's here. I'm glad that the Lord's in the house today. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And uh, let me make some announcements before we get into the Word of the Lord. And uh, one is uh, we, we want to... Uh, uh, bring back a good report for what the Lord done for us Friday night at Youth Rally over at Brother Jackson's. We had a wonderful time in the Lord and uh, appreciate all the ones who went over there. And uh, I know that you were blessed of the Lord by the Word of God. So uh, Weston has uh, had some sickness this week, and uh, <clears throat> they sent me a picture of him. I knew that he was sick because they sent me a picture of him, and he was very still. And so I knew that he wasn't feeling too good. So let's ask the Lord to touch him and uh, give him a miracle in his body. We know that God is able, and God is a miracle worker. Let's continue to pray for the Massengales and to ask the Lord to touch her body where they can be in the house of the Lord, and uh, God will do a work for them. Anyone, uh, any of the young people, I know school starts this week, and uh, we have a youth meeting in Stuttgart, Arkansas, Friday, and uh, so we'll be leaving Friday morning at 5 o'clock, and that is a.m. For all of you that don't know what that is, that's in the morning, and that will be before the school comes up. And uh, so be here. At that time, we'll be leaving. If you need a letter to give to the school, I will have those available tonight. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, you can do so. And uh, next Sunday, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's Memorial Day, or Labor Day, not Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend. And uh, so we're going to do something a little bit different. And... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Maybe a little charismatic, but don't throw us in that category. But we're going to have one service next Sunday at 2 o'clock and uh, then let you out to go be with your family and uh, have a great time. So the service next Sunday will be at 2 o'clock, so don't forget that. And I tell you what would be good, it would be a good time to invite someone to get someone to bring a friend with you to the house of God Sunday. And uh, let's just have a great time in the Lord and a great move of the Holy Ghost. What we're going to do, we're going to have Sunday morning and Sunday night church all at 2 o'clock Sunday. So be sure you eat before you get to church. <clears throat> and uh, so remember that. Don't forget that announcement. 
Brother Mills will be having him here the 7th of September, and he'll be here through the month and possibly on into October. And uh, <clears throat> toward the end of the month, we'll uh, schedule some more services, but right now it will be regular service nights, and he'll be starting here September the 7th, Sunday morning, September the 7th. I will be going out of town uh, the 8th through the 17th of September. So uh, y'all bear with me there. And um, they tell me that I will not have any cell phone service. So if you call and I don't answer and you, you text and I don't answer back, and don't take it personal because I won't be answering anybody's text or calls. Um, but you can get a hold of my wife and at night she can possibly get a hold of me and uh, with another number. So remember that uh, September the 8th through the 17th. And then we'll be back and uh, look for God to do something great for us. Also, on the welcoming desk, there is a... Um, hope the uh, preaching don't take quite as long as the announcements, but on the welcoming desk, there is a book that Brother Trey and Sister Ashley, I'm sure Sister Ashley uh, put it together, uh, but of the work in Galveston and uh, some pictures that you might want to look at. Very nice book, and uh, thanks for the things that this church has done for them and appreciate their desire and uh, their uh, hunger to do something for the Lord. And uh, so be in prayer for them. Also stop by the welcoming desk. Don't take the book home with you. Look at it and then leave it there for someone else to look at. And uh, we <clears throat> last Sunday was, uh, I believe, the first Sunday that they were able... Well, looky there. There's Brother Weston coming in the door right now. Praise God, Brother Weston. That just right out embarrassed him, didn't it? Bless his heart. And <clears throat> so uh, remember that we, uh, the first Sunday, um, I think last Sunday, I believe it was, was the first Sunday that they got to put the, the uh, van in operation that we, uh, uh, the church purchased for them and uh, for the work there to be used in the work there and for their travel. And uh, so <clears throat> I think last Sunday they had a, a record attendance on a regular service of 14 people. So we thank God for that. And uh, so we're praying that God will open up doors. Also, um, we were talking about getting a baptistry. Brother Dale come up and talked to me after service and said that his father-in-law had had one that they used for many years, and so we picked it up, and they're working on it, converting it into something that we could use over there, and uh, it's got to get them people baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thankful for all that God is doing for us, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for another chance to be in His house to worship a mighty God. I serve a good God. Amen. If you're looking for complaints in God, you don't see it here. I'm happily serving God. I'm a satisfied customer. Any satisfied customers in the house of the Lord today? Amen. 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 I praise God. And uh, yesterday, someone was showing me a picture of someone getting ice water thrown on them. And they had some new moves there going on. I said, we're going to have to get some of that going on in church and just dump it on it. <laughs> Don't ask who it was. That's all we're going to do with that. But if you have your Bibles, we're going to go back to where we was Wednesday night and uh, talk a little bit about what I was uh, teaching about Wednesday night. Psalms chapter 16, verse number 11. Psalms chapter 16, verse number 11. And we'll read one passage of Scripture there, and uh, we'll try to finish up what I started here Wednesday night and uh, give you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart for this service today. Thou wilt show me the path of life. Thou wilt show me the path of life. Now what we're going to do here, as you look at this Scripture, I want you to divide this into three parts. And I told them Wednesday night this and I'm going to try not to repeat myself too much, but some of you <clears throat> might not have been here Wednesday night. 
And uh, so we're not going to tell the Lord about that, though. Let's get back to the Word of God. Psalms chapter 16, verse number 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. Part number one. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Part number two. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So these are some promises of God. Number one, He's going to show you the path of life. Number two... There's going to be, in His presence, there is going to be joy. And number three, at His right hand, there is pleasures forevermore. Thank you for standing for the reading of the Word of the Lord. Before you are seated, caught you, didn't I? Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, God. We love you, God. We love you, God. We love you, God. Praise God. Praise God. Now you may be seated. And uh, <clears throat> thank you for standing for the reading of the Word of the Lord. We're talking about God's plan for your life. What is God's plan for your life? Does God have a plan for your life? The question is asked many times, what is God's plan? Does God care? Does God know? Does God have any idea where I'm at? And does God care where I'm at? Does God care where I'm going and what I'm doing? The answer to that is yes, 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 and yes. Yes, God does know. Yes, God does care. And yes, God does have a plan. Now, there is lots of times that we get out of the plan and the will of God in our life. And we have all been uh, in in a time... Uh, I'm sure, I I think it would be very safe to say because there's not any of us here that has never sinned before because we were born and shapen in iniquity. And uh, so there is always, there has been a time in our life where we have gotten out of the will and the plan of God. And I am thankful for the times in my life that God simply took that old crook on that shepherd's staff and wrapped it around my stiff, rebellious neck and brought me back into His will and to His plan. Because I have found that God's plan is still the best plan. Amen. God's will is still the best will. I do not want to live my life without God. Amen. Wednesday night we focused a lot upon the young people and decisions that they are making in life that would would uh, would uh, kind of be a choice and a direction and kind of set uh, the die in the direction that their life would go and the choices that they're making at a very young age. But this applies to all of us today. Amen. The second thing we we worked on God's path. For us, and then the second thing's God's presence with you. The scripture says in Psalm 16 and 11, In thy presence is fullness of joy. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. God has made provision in His plan of salvation for us personally to enjoy His presence with us. Amen. With us, which is the Holy Ghost. His Spirit uh, dwelling with us. And the Scripture says in Psalms, or, or John chapter 14 and verse number 6, He said, I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. Amen. This is very important. A lot of people say the Holy Ghost is not for us today. The Holy Ghost is not available for us today. But I tell you, they came too late to tell me that. Amen. They came too late to try to convince me that the Holy Ghost is not real. They have came too late to try to convince me that the Spirit of God is not for the New Testament church. And I am part of the New Testament church. Amen. I am born into the New Testament church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It shall abide with you 
always. He said, I am going away, but I will not leave you comfortless. Amen. The Holy Ghost cleanses us and fills us with His Spirit. Not only abides with us. See, Jesus was with them, but He was not in them. He accompanied them, but He was not in them. He led them, but He was not in them. He told them, said, when I talk about going away, it is expedient for you that I go away. Because if I go not away, the Comforter will not come. But if I go away, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, He said, I am with you now, but I shall be in you. Amen. Jesus Christ going away. I'm sure it was a sad day in their life. But just a few scriptures over, you read in the first book or the second book of the chapter of Acts, the book of Acts in the second chapter, you'll find that the Holy Ghost was poured out upon all flesh. Amen. Again, the joy of the Lord, hallelujah, was poured out upon them. The scripture says, that the Holy Ghost will, uh, will be with us and in us. When, uh, when we commit ourselves to God without reservation, the Holy Ghost will dwell on the inside of us. In John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, He shall teach you all things and bring all things into your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, in Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8, the Scripture says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and the other most parts of the earth. Spirit-filled Christians are joyful people. Amen. When you're walking in the plan that God has set forth for your life, you don't have to walk with your head held down. Amen. I don't think that we should, should be proud and boastful. Amen. But there is a sense of pride to the church of the living God. There is a sense of pride that goes with being a child of the King. Amen. Amen. Too long you have allowed the adversary, the devil, to come in and to try to tell you that you're some second race citizen or some second class citizen or somebody that's not supposed to enjoy. I don't understand Christians that don't smile and be happy. Amen. When I am walking in the plan and the will of God, I've got a smile on my face. I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. I'm impressed by what God has done in my life. Amen. Wednesday night, I got a little bit poked fun at because I said when I look in the mirror, I'm impressed. Well, they took that differently than what I meant. But when I look in the mirror, I am impressed about what God has done with nothing. Amen. God took a piece of clay. I am amazed at the way that God has took and had a plan for my life. That when I finally submitted to the will of God... Amen. Like Brother Duplissy was teaching this morning. When you finally submit to the will of God, you understand there is a perfect plan. There is a perfect way to walk. Amen. There is a perfect direction for you to go in the plan of God. And God's plan is a beautiful plan. Amen. God's will is a beautiful will. Christians are joyful people. Amen. If you don't have joy in your walk with God, you need to go back and get another dip of the Holy Ghost. How many remembers the night you got the Holy Ghost? Some of you done forgot, or some of you just finally admitting you don't have it. How many remembers the night you got the Holy Ghost? Oh, praise God. There you go. That's better. That looks, that looks more better right there. Amen. So we remember that night. Man, it, it always amazes me. 
When somebody gets the Holy Ghost, the smile and the glow that comes on their face. And the first thing they want to do is, man, i got to find somebody to hug. It don't matter who it is. got to find somebody just to celebrate with. And I don't care who it is. I don't care if I didn't like them before. Now the Holy Ghost makes me love everybody. Oh. It's kind of like that commercial that says, Has your chewing gum lost its flavor? Amen. Has your Holy Ghost lost the love that God put in your heart for everybody? Everybody. On this side of the church, on that side of the church, in this middle of the church, and in that middle of the church, a church across town, a church across the state, church in another... The sinner that's walking down the street, the neighbor that... that throws trash in your yard. Oh, man! The Holy Ghost, the joy that comes along with serving God. Amen. Their lives have finally taken on a purpose and a meaning. Amen. I look at people, they're living life without a purpose and without a meaning, without direction. Amen. They're just wandering aimlessly through life, not knowing... I tell you what, when I leave this place, I want to leave a mark on something that I have done and I have accomplished for Jesus' sake. Amen. I don't want to live a meaningless life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want to be in the plan and the will of God. Amen. I want God's plan to be accomplished in my life. I want God's will to be done. Amen. So when you are filled with the Holy Ghost and you are walking in the plan and the will of God, amen, you walk with a different step, with a different look, with a different glow, because finally my life has found a purpose. Finally I've found meaning in life. I've finally found hope in life. I've finally found direction in life. God took something and made... Hallelujah! God took a piece of clay and breathed into it the breath of life and then filled it with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and gave me meaning in life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Spirit-filled Christians are empowered to do God's work. Amen. You say, I, I, don't, I don't have any ability. I can't do it. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a singer. I'm not a musician. I don't have any abilities. There's nothing that I can do. But if you are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, God has gave you the ability. Amen. To pray. Amen. To pray. If there's anything that we need in this day and hour, it's some saints of God that still know how to pray, that still know how to touch God. Amen. That still know how to travail before God, that still knows how to show up for prayer meeting, that still knows how to show up. Amen. For service, for pre-service prayer that still knows how to work in the altars. Oh, there's nothing I can do. I'm old. I don't have the energy that I used to. Amen. But you can sit there and rock and pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. God's got a purpose for you. God's got a meaning for you. God's got a plan for your life. God's got something that you can do. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. We can pray for others. We can witness. Brother Duplicity already kind of went hand in hand with what I had to say this morning. Amen. But we can work with others. We can pray for others. We can witness to others. Amen. Sometimes the only Bible that anybody is going to read is what they see in you. Amen. I'm reminded of a song that says, Let them see Jesus in me when they see me. That it's not me that they see, but it's the Spirit of God. It's the power.
power of God. That's the reason why the church of God looks different. Amen. That's the reason why we conduct ourselves different. That's the reason why we don't go to some of the same places they go to. Amen. Because the church of God is the glory of Jesus Christ. It's what He purchased with His own blood. Amen. He called us out of a world of sin into His marvelous light. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. There's a plan. And when you're in the plan of God, and when you're in the will of God, God's got a purpose for your life. God's got meaning for your life. Amen. In His presence, there is fullness of joy. There is joy in the presence of God. That's the reason why we come into the house of God. To make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Because in His presence, there is fullness of joy. Amen. If we can just get to the house of God. Oh, it's a plan of God for you to go to the house of God. You don't have to get up on Wednesday and say, if it's God's will, I'll be at church. It's God's will for you to be at church. You don't have to get up on Sunday morning. If it's God's will, it's God's will for you to be at the house of God. There's joy in the house of God. There's healing in the house of God. There's victory in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. In His plan. 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 Walking in His plan. In His presence there is fullness of joy. Amen. We are empowered to work for God. The Scripture says that I've already read. Let me read it to you again. Acts 1 and 8. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses. Oh, I can't talk to people. I can't witness to people. I, I want to tell you, you need to pray that God would bring you into contact with somebody to invite to the house of God. God, let me win somebody. Amen. If we really believe the Lord is coming back. If we really believe that there's a heaven to gain and a hell that we are trying to escape, we'll try to tell everybody that we possibly can about the house of God and about what God can do. If we are a satisfied customer in the Lord, we want everybody to get just what we've got. Amen. Amen. A very carnal, I guess a carnal analogy or whatever to, to describe this. How many has ever seen a drunk? Everybody any seen anybody drunk? Amen. They're comical. Some of them thinks they're Romeo. And some of them thinks they're Hercules. Amen. It makes people act in different ways. It makes people do funny things. But one thing about a drunk, he wants everybody to be drunk with him. Come on in here, have a seat, I'll buy you one. They get, they get friendly with their money. Man, come on in here. Just, just drink up with me. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy ourselves. When you get drunk on the Spirit of God, you don't have to tell a new convert to witness. You have to tell old converts to witness. You don't have to tell a new convert to get out. Do something for God. It's... What can I do? Give me, give me something to do. Let me. I, I want to do something. I want. I want to tell. They think everybody wants what they got because they have found something that they've never experienced before. Amen. If we'll get a drink of that well again, there is something that will bubble up and churn on the inside of us. You don't have to become an old stale convert. I want to be a new convert when the Lord comes back. Amen. I want to have the victory when the Lord comes back. I want to be screaming to the top of my voice. It's good. It's good. It's good. The house of God is good. The presence of God is good. Living for God is good. Everybody needs what I've got. 
Everybody ought to experience what I got because what I got is what everybody ought to be looking for. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The plan and the will of God for your life. Number two is to do something for God. God did not call us just for the saving of ourselves. But He had Noah to build an ark for the saving of Himself and His family. And then anyone else that would heed the call of God. God saved us to save us and our family. To save us and our family. Let me tell you, parents, it's not God's will that your kids backslide and walk away from this truth. Amen. That's a lie of the devil. That's the devil attacking you. Amen. That's the devil coming against you. It's a promise of God. Amen. That you and your household might be saved. Amen. You've got to get a spiritual fight about you. When you pray, you call the devil a bald-faced liar and get out of your life and get out of your home and get out of your family and don't ever lose faith because it's a promise of God. Amen. Still, if you raise them up in the way that they shall go, when they get old, they will not depart from it. Amen. I'm still praying. I'm, I know there's some of you that's got lost children. Amen. I'm not criticizing you. I'm trying to build your faith today. God's plan is them to come walking through these doors. God's plan is for them to be up here at this front in the altar. God's plan is for them to be speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gives the utterance. God's plan is when the trumpet sounds that we're going to be caught up together to meet Him in the air. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you have allowed the devil to talk to you so long. You believe that the voice of the devil is a voice of God. There is a difference in the voice of Satan and the voice of God. Amen. The voice of God is calling out, keep the faith. The voice of God is calling out, still walk in my ways. The voice of God is calling out, don't give up and don't turn around. The voice of the adversary is saying, it can't happen. It's not possible. They're too far. They're too cold. They're too far gone. But the devil's a liar. Amen. It's still in the plan of God. Amen. It's still in the plan of God. It's still in the will of God. Keep praying, Mama. Keep praying, Daddy. Keep worshiping, church. God's about to bring revival. Oh, somebody clap your hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's pleasure. The third thing, God's pleasure to you. At thy right hand. At whose right hand? At God's right hand. Our pleasures forevermore. You ever heard anybody tell you, oh, living for God, man, you can't have any fun living for God. No pleasure in living for God. Anybody ever heard that? I'd live for God, but man, I can't do anything. Oh, I might just preach a little while here. Show up at men's breakfast, you get you a cupcake and a snack, and you're ready to go. Amen. That sugar gets me going. Amen. But, but the, you, you ever heard anybody say that? I can't. I, I wouldn't live for God, man, but y'all can't do anything. Wouldn't live for God, but I can't handle those rules and restrictions, those standards, man. How do you live like that? Somebody, when you invite them to church, man, I like what I feel, but how do you live like that? Well, I'll tell you the way you live like that. You get what we got. You get what we got, and it changes who you are and to what God will. You don't have to worry about standards. Amen. You don't have to worry. 
You don't have to worry about what I got to give up. It's my Lord. Whatever I got to do, just let me feel your presence one more time. Let me get a, let me get another touch of that. Let me take that home with me. Oh, I want to tell you, living for God's a joy. Living for God's a pleasure. Living for God's a great life. Worshiping God is wonderful. Hallelujah. 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 People say, oh man, I do that, but I don't want to change. Man. You don't have to worry a lot about change, and when you get it, it'll change you. Amen. Amen. At the right hand, at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Praise God. At thy right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. There are times in life, in every Christian's life, when the contrary winds begin to blow. And this does not mean that you're out of the plan and the will of God. Winds of sorrow blow deep and dark. Amen. One father was talking to his son one time. And he was trying to get his son not to quit so easily. Trying to build a fire in him. He said, son, you've got to, you've got to hang on. You've got to hang on. You've got to keep holding on. And you cannot quit. He said, look at... Abraham Lincoln, he did not quit. Look at Thomas Edison, he did not quit. He said, look at Douglas MacArthur, he did not quit. He said, look at Elmo McCringle. And his son stopped and he looked at him and he said, Now, Daddy, I know Abraham Lincoln. I know Thomas Edison. I know of Douglas MacArthur. But who is Elmo McCreen? He said, He quit. You don't know quitters. You know the ones that finish the race. Amen. You don't know the people who dropped out. But you know the people kept on. Amen. Amen. History tells us story after story about those who continued on. But it don't let us know a lot about those who quit. There will be dark days. But we've got to hold on to the promise that at the right hand, there is still pleasures forevermore. God's plan for His people includes pleasures forevermore. There is coming a time when there will be no more sin. And there'll be no more sorrow. Amen. Just, I believe it was yesterday, again, <laughs> I was reading the newspaper. And I was reading an article, I believe it was yesterday or Friday sometime this week. And I was reading an article and it says, Shows on television is affecting your life in more ways than you know. And so it got my attention, so I started reading. And what they were talking about was your eating habits. They said when you are watching something that makes you nervous, it makes you want to eat. When you're watching something suspenseful, it makes you want to eat. So you go and grab snacks. So you're being unhealthy. But they also said in that article, said watching shows such as, and they named about three different shows that, that are a lot of murder, a lot of rape, a lot of molestation, a lot of filth and garbage. Said it is making your mind 
so depressed and you lose your faith and your confidence in believing in people and you start thinking everybody is like this. I've got a solution to that problem. I don't have one. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about that. Amen. You, and, and society is promoting this stuff and it's people are walking around in doom and gloom and despair. But at the right hand, He said there's still pleasures forevermore. Serving God is the only thing that's going to satisfy the longing inside the soul of man. You see, if I could say this, this is just something I, I'll just share with you. I just, I just jumped on my mind, matter of fact. Hadn't put a lot of thought into it. Maybe I ought to think about it before I say it. But, but anyway, when God breathed into man the breath of life, there was a closeness with God and humanity. And He would come down and He would dwell with man in the cool of the day. There was something that was desiring. There was a connection there. There was a bond there. And we know how sin came into the world. And it divided man and God. Sin come in and destroyed that relationship. That's the reason why the Holy Ghost is putting something back into that breath that was breathed. That man has desired. Man looks for it in alcohol. Man looks for it in drugs. Man looks for it in ungodly living. A man has searched for it from the very beginning, but the only thing that can feel it is the pleasure of God coming and dwelling on the inside of the soul of man. Nothing can do it but the Holy Ghost. Nothing can feel it but the Holy Ghost. No matter what you're looking for today, I want to tell you the Holy Ghost is is the answer. Amen. God is the answer. No matter where you're at in life, no matter what walk of life you came from, Amen. The Holy Ghost is the answer. You will never find it in relationship until you have a relationship with God. Amen. You'll never find it in the world. Because what you're searching for is not of this world. God's pleasures are in God's plan. Amen. There's coming a day. Oh, this is God's plan for His church. There's coming a day when there will be no more sin. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more pain. There will be no more suffering. Man, just think about that. Amen. No more bad news. Everything is good news. Because in that city, there's no need for the power and light company because He is the light. Amen. In that city, we're going to worship Him from the very getting there until eternity passes and eternity will never pass and we're just going to keep on worshiping Him and keep on glorifying Him. No more temptation by the devil. Oh, no more desires for the wrong things in life. Amen. No more pressure from the world. No more cancer. Can I get a witness? No more cancer. No more heart disease. No more heart trouble. No more surgeries. The doctors will be out of business. Amen. The drug dealers will be out of business. Oh, what a day that's going to be. That's God's plan. That's God's plan. God's got a plan for His church. God's got a plan for His church. At His right hand, there are pleasures. Hallelujah. 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 There are pleasures forevermore. Before Jesus left this earth, He promised that He was going to prepare a place. 
for those who loved Him. And there we will live with Him through eternity. John chapter 14, verse number 1 through 3 said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Him. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for who? For you. He was speaking to His soon-to-be church of the living God. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Man, what a promise. What a promise. Hear me, young people, what a promise. What a promise. Hear me, saints of God, what a promise. What a promise. Man, just in a few short days, He built and created this entire universe. And what a beautiful job God did. In over 2,000 years, He's been working on a place for His finest creation. I can see Him as He's building the cabinets. Oh, no, that, I need to tear that out and do that a little bit better. Oh, I can see him as he's painting our house. Well, man, man, I think this color looks a little bit better. Let me. He's been getting it all ready for over 2,000 years. What's heaven going to be like? There's been a lot of questions asked. What's heaven going to be like? Man, how, is, how, how are we going to be in heaven? I tell you what I'm going to be doing in heaven. I'm going to find Jesus. And forever, I'm going to worship Him. Amen. Somewhere there, my daddy's going to be around there. Somewhere, my mama's going to be around there. Somewhere, my brother's going to be around there. Somewhere, my grandma and grandpa's going to be around there. But I'm going to say, hold on just a little bit. Amen. I want to see you, but you're not really what I'm here for. Let me find the one who stretched his arms out wide. Let me find the one who bled on Calvary's hill. Oh, I want to worship him. I want to magnify him. He gave me strength to make it. He gave me strength when I wouldn't quit. He helped me when I thought I was unhelpable. He loved me when I was unlovable. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand. Lift your hands toward heaven. Lift your hands toward heaven. Worship Him right now. Oh, hallelujah. Think about that day. Think about that day and lift your voice. I believe you'd be a little more excited than what you are right now. Think about that day. Think about how great it's going to be. Think about how wonderful it's going to be. Oh, just to see Him. Amen. That's the reason why every saint of God should strive to bring your friends, to bring your loved ones into God's fold. That they may share His unending, His unending pleasures that are forever. God's got a plan for your life. And God's plan is not for you to be depressed. God's plan is not for you to be bound by addictions. God's plan is not for you to walk around with a frown on your face saying, Woe is me. 
But God's plan is for you to have joy on this side of glory. But it's going to be nothing like the other side of glory. This is just a little taste of heaven on this side of heaven. Oh, but it's just getting us ready for what heaven's going to be like. I want to tell you today, if you need the Lord in your life, if you're looking for something to satisfy you, you're going to find it up around these altars. When you lift your hands and you totally surrender and say, God, forgive me. Forgive me for my failures. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my searching. God, I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to change me. There's pleasures in serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He will show you the path. And in His presence there is joy. And at His right hand there is still pleasures. There is still pleasures. There is still pleasures forevermore. As they sing, I wonder if you'd step out from where you're standing. Make your way to this front. Yes, Lord. I invite our guests to come. Yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my Bye. 